0: Third District Congressman uh, Jim Banks. Let's bring him up. Congressman Banks, good afternoon to you, sir. Welcome to the program. Hey,
1: hey, Pat. Good to be with you.
0: Good to have you here. So, lots of stuff going on uh, in and around Capitol Hill, and in and around a lot of things happening. Uh, let's let's start with one: um, the uh, Indiana State Trooper story uh, that uh, we had uh, a suspect charged with the murder of this Indiana State Trooper. Um, my understanding was that you were going to deliver a speech on the floor, and has that speech happened yet? Have you been able to do that today?
1: I'm scheduled to deliver that speech on the floor of the House of Representatives tomorrow, Pat.
0: Tomorrow, okay. um,
1: It'll be a somber uh, occasion, of course, to recognize uh, Trooper Bailey's life and his heroism, his service, what he's done for our state and our country, uh, of course, just... You know, heartbreaking uh, to to learn the details of it that uh, that the the man who killed Trooper Bailey was high on drugs that he intentionally ran into him. I it's just the more the more we learn about it, the more it takes my uh, breath away to think about the impact on his wife Amy and and uh, their 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 kids. So uh, Trooper Bailey is a three-time cancer survivor, extraordinary life his service to our state, something I'll never forget. So I'm going to go um, onto the floor of the House tomorrow and talk about him and and talk about how significant he was and and, uh, commemorate his service in a very small way. So I I plan to do that tomorrow.
0: I, I know these things are very fluid, but any idea around what time tomorrow on the docket you're going to try to deliver that speech?
1: You know, it, it'll be uh, either, you know, I don't I don't know, my, my I got my team in the room with me. I don't know if it's earlier in the day or later in the day, before or after votes.
0: Yeah. Around well, just, noon, just have David uh, send me a text yeah. on that, because D- David doesn't do much else during the day. So if he could... But text. <laughs>
1: Did he hear that? No, no, he didn't. But yeah. I, I will have him alert you when I'm headed down to the floor. Now, it'll yeah. It'll be out... We, we have the vote series, and then there will be a moment uh, for me to, to speak about uh, Tripper Bailey after
0: that. Yeah, and, and thank you for doing that. And, and you know, and when you, when you see the incredible fights that he had against cancer, and it would be hard enough for these kids growing up uh, to know that, you know, if it were a sheer accident and dad was killed, that's horrific enough. But to find out that this is a person— who was high on drugs, and it looks like that it was an intentional driving into him. There, there's just no answer for that, and it just causes the pain, the grief to be driven even further.
1: Yeah, you, you know, you consider too, as you and I have talked about so many times before, the, you know, the the, the defund the police movement, the what the radical left has done to uh, demonize law enforcement and police officers. In 2022, 331 officers were shot in the line of duty. Sixty-two officers were killed by gunfire. Twenty-four percent more than what, what than the, what there were in two thousand nineteen. In twenty twenty-one, we saw the most police killed in the line of duty since nineteen ninety-five. Eighty-nine ambush-style attacks on law enforcement officers this year. So obviously, we have a problem. And and this you know this incident happened very close to home, and you know it's very personal as we as we think about the life of. Bailey, But uh, I, it's not lost to me. When we, what my, my first bill that I introduced in this Congress, Pat, was to codify and protect qualified immunity for our police officers, which is under attack by the left and even some Republicans that have, that have talked about taking away qualified immunity. I'm never going to let that happen uh, in support of our law enforcement. I'm always going to think about State Trooper James Bailey and his services I'm fighting for are men and women in blue.
0: I have trouble even before this incident with uh, Officer Bailey of why anybody would hold that position. But now with this happening and then for them to still hold this, uh, it, it just becomes asinine on its face that that could be a position held by somebody who's an elected official over, over an officer um, who is there to protect the people that put you guys all into office. I mean, it's just it's inconceivable to me.
1: Yeah. Also, Pat, I know at the State House, State Senator Justin Bush, who is my State Senator in Columbia City, has been fighting for a 30% pay increase for state troopers. I know that all, that the rest of our state legislators in the House and the Senate are fighting for that too. I think I think I, uh, my friends with the State Police told me we we currently rank like 11 out of 12 Midwestern states in entry-level pay for state police officers. So we lag way behind the rest of the Midwest. And that's why State Senator Bush and the, and the rest of our delegation are fighting for a 30% pay increase for our state troopers. Well, well-deserved as far as I'm concerned.
0: No, you're exactly correct. And, and I appreciate the stand that you take, not just in light of the death of this officer, but the way you have always stood for those that service in our military and those that service on our roads and streets uh, throughout Indiana. Congressman, uh, crossed my desk in the last couple of days. Going back and and I bring this up because I know how you love to be revered by the people um, at the Journal Gazette. And um, they're <laughs> they're <laughs> it's it's almost painful, isn't it? Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> there was a there was a, a, an article where they were talking about. Beca- and and I bring this up because of what it was that has come out from the January sixth. Uh, videos that have been released here's what they said of you back in april of 20 conspiracy theories are not always false but it is irresponsible for elected officials to peddle those theories without compelling evidence it is especially unwise during times such as these as americans look to their leaders for reliable information about the pandemic regrettably U.S. Rep. Jim Banks, the third, from the third, chose to relay speculation that the coronavirus, now sickening and killing Americans by the thousands, may have originated in biological warfare labs in Wuhan. Um, Now, here's my question to you, sir. Um, It would be irresponsible for elected officials to do this if they had no basis on which to do it. You obviously did. Is it now contingent upon people like the Journal-Gazette to go back and to rescind themselves for what they said about you three years ago, now that we know what's coming out in these videos?
1: Well, I don't expect them to, but, you know, it would be interesting if the the left-wing editorial uh, page editorial board of the Journal-Gazette would go back and re-examine that editorial uh, in light of what uh, Joe Biden, the Biden administration's own FBI director Christopher Wray said a week ago that indeed the coronavirus did originate in a lab in Wuhan, China, which is what I said in February, March of 2020 that the Journal Gazette lambasted me for. So, you know, the, it, the, this is what we get. This is what we become accustomed to with the left wing media. I mean, they're they're crying out, and you know, they're they're so upset about Tucker Carlson providing transparency with the. Thousands of hours of the January sixth videos that Speaker McCarthy provided to Tucker Carlson in the name of transparency. You know, so, so, in that case, they're not they're not for the truth and transparency. They're they're mad about uh, this becoming available to the public to see for themselves. In this case, the, our our very own local newspaper didn't didn't want their congressman me to search for the truth about the origins of coronavirus, which devastated. The American economy has such drastic effects on our kids and our, our way of life um, in such a big way, and they, they were they were accusing me of trafficking and conspiracy theories when all along um, uh, I, I was right and they were wrong.
0: Yeah, and that that is such a hard thing for some people to come to grips with. You know, if they even came out and said, you know what, looking back now, perhaps we were incorrect, perhaps we jumped too soon, perhaps we didn't give Congressman benefit of the doubt, they won't even do that.
1: Yeah, I I, I suspect, I don't know, they don't tell you who wrote the editorials, and they have an editorial board, and that was a couple of years ago, I suspect it was the former editorial page editor, Karen Francisco, who's very, very left-wing, and, uh, you know, uh, she's no longer with the Journal-Gazette, I don't don't know why, but, so I I don't know if they can, if they even have the same people there today that were there back then, but they should go back and, and, uh, you know, it's it's a good point, Pat, they should go back and Reexamine what they wrote there in that case, and maybe uh, maybe the, the people of the, the the readership of Fort Wayne who does pick up and read the Journal Gazette deserves to have an update or a follow up on something that they wrote a couple of years ago that's obviously false. Yeah, and
0: this is not to for them, in my view, to buttress up your position to make you look better. I think they make themselves look better when they say, you know, we we came out with an editorial three years ago back when everything was so unknown about this virus, and we probably came out of the gate too harshly against somebody that had a view other than ours, and it appears now we might have been wrong. I mean, even that would be something.
1: Well, remember, the evidence was there back then. I mean, for Christopher Ray to confirm now that it came from a, a lab leak in Wuhan, China, I mean, that there was evidence that pointed that that was the very likely case way back then in February and March of 2020. I mean, there was a source from an Israeli intelligence um, official and, and others who were who were pointing toward evidence that suggested that. Remember, Tom Cotton, Senator Tom Cotton was talking about it and took the same kind of heat from the national media for talking about it that I took from the local media, media from the Fort Wayne Journal-Gazette. So now that we know that that's, that, that is indeed the, the truth, then we need to follow the truth, Pat, because we need to hold people accountable like the chinese communist party and others for their negligence that allowed the coronavirus ca- coronavirus to spread around the world and um you know dig into many of the lies that that dr fauci told way back then i mean i, I don't know if you saw the the interview that that congressman jim jordan uh chairman of the judiciary committee had with maria bartiroma on sunday morning on fox news but He kind of dives into the the very early statements of Dr. Fauci and how within days he contradicted himself and was clearly lying to cover up the role that the NIH and he himself had in funding sources of of some of uh, these labs as well. So all of that leads to where we are today. We have a select committee on the coronavirus coronavirus origins that's been set up in the House that's following this. I'm on the select committee on China to talk about our whole of government approach toward our biggest adversary. It's time for accountability, and that's why the truth matters.
0: Speaking of accountability, if you don't mind my changing channels with you, we've only got about three minutes left talking to 3rd District Congressman Jim Banks. Congressman, the president has just released his budget proposal. To say this is a proposal on a budget, to me, is a little skewered. Uh, this is just another massive, multi-trillion-dollar giveaway for no reason than to buttress the president in front of people who think that somehow they're going to benefit from this because of giveaways. That's not even yet to be known. But am I overstepping this, or is that really what's happening here?
1: Well, it just came out. I'm still digging into it. I can tell you it doesn't secure and and fund uh, 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 efforts to secure our southern border uh, and address the leading cause of death of Americans my age, of working age, which is the the fentanyl, the drug crisis coming into this country. But here's what it does do. It is a $6.8 trillion annual budget, the most in American history. It would add $1.8 trillion to the deficit every year. So every time you hear a Democrat complain about President Trump's spending or Republicans, this blows everyone out of the water and i've always said you and i've talked about this before republicans have, have uh have have uh, gone along for too long in allowing deficits and the national debt to grow but what democrats are doing here blows it out of the water 6.8 trillion dollars annual spending 1.8 trillion dollars added to the debt the debt would rise at that pace the debt would rise 50.7 trillion dollars by 2033 if joe biden passes this budget and it includes a two trillion dollar tax hike that's going to mean that all of you in one way or another uh, trickling down to uh, everyday working Americans that are going to pay more in taxes so it also has hundred and fifty million dollars to pay for illegal immigrants legal fees three billion dollars to advance gender equity ten point nine billion dollars for US global health leadership I don't even know what that means billion for climate science and clean energy, and then it sends another $753 million to Ukraine. um, For what? That's more than 18 times more of the entire amount in the federal budget to combat fentanyl and drug trafficking that we're sending to Ukraine. So this is maddening. It it should infuriate uh, you, Pat. I know that it does, but all of your listeners should think that This is the focus of the Biden administration, where they want to spend their money. They don't want to focus on the problems we have here at home, but that's what they're focused on instead.
0: Well, here's what I've come to realize, that if I ever look down – And I find my congressman is being attacked in the same breath as people like Jim Jordan and Tom Cotton. I've always felt like you're probably in pretty good company uh, because they are fighting to do for their people as you are for us, and we always appreciate it. Congressman, it'll be a few weeks until we talk again. I always appreciate you being on. Thanks for your staff for having you, making sure that you're with us today since I'm going to be gone, but I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time today, sir. Thank you, Pat. Have a good day. Thanks. You too.